And now we will wait while Megatron <laughs> invades the podcast. Now would be a good time to gargle your favorite song using water. I want you to want me. I need you, you to need, need me. I'm I'm very glad it's not the theme from HR Puff and stuff. Sing the national anthem for us, Megatron. No, no. <laughs> you got the echo thing going on now too. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, I consider I myself, myself, myself the luckiest, luckiest man, man on the face of the earth. It sounds like the theme from Jaws. Pum pum, pum pum. The Does chicken heart can up, ate up, ate up. New York, New York City. Doom doom, doom doom, doom doom. It's in your home state. state. Doom doom, doom doom, Bill Cosby. It's outside your door. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thanks for joining us for Cartoon Action Hour, Captive Souls, number 13. You know, it's funny, I'm getting close to ending this series and finishing it up, and I find it rather strange that the first new Star Trek movie came out while we were playing this uh, series. And you can go back a few episodes and hear us talking about the new movie. And as I am wrapping it up in the editing and posting of the series, through no planning of my own, the new Star Trek movie, Star Trek Into Darkness, will be opening around the time, with maybe an episode or two to spare, that we will be finishing this up. So I just find that funny. Another thing that's unintentionally funny is that this episode, toward the end, carries with it a certain coincidental Easter theme. And I think you will see what I'm referring to when you get there. So it is rather appropriate that it gets posted on the week leading up to Easter. Easter is this coming Sunday. So, without further ado, the cast for this episode, as always with these Cartoon Action Hour episodes, includes Lion Court as our Game Master, Anim 5 as Smack Chainmore, and yours truly, Blind Geek, as Bladestar. So, here you go. Grab a bowl of cereal and sit back and enjoy Cartoon Action Hour, Captive Souls, Episode 13. We are ready to go if you are ready. I believe I am ready. Standing by. 
All right. Obviously, you guys got a bunch of stuff from the last episode. You uh, brought it back. It's a bunch of parchments and things. The cat was reading it. Fisher Price, mm -hmm. as you call him. Fisher Price <laughs> is reading the history of Valamir. That's right. So this episode picks up. Some mm -hmm. short time uh, later, you guys have not really uh, been able to get any more information as of yet, and decided it was too late, and you were too tired after your adventures to do much of anything else. So you all have camped out in Timeland's cave there, and gone to sleep. Okay. You are in a sort of... <laughs> 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 it's it's the Hanna Barbera sleeping sound used in every cartoon during the nineteen sixties, including such favorites as the Flintstones, the Jetsons, and Yogi Bear. <laughs> Borrowed briefly by Rankin Bass and then rejected for The Hobbit. That's right. Oh, really? <laughs> I totally made that up, but it sounds good. Oh, okay. Yeah, it does, actually, because for all I knew, they might have. Alrighty then. So, <laughs> so you're all in a dream state, and you uh, meet one another in your dream state. My dream state's California. All right. All right. So, um... <laughs> I'm I'm done now. That's you, all I. I you am. become aware of one another's mm -hmm. presence in the dream state. Things are are not quite what you would expect in the normal world. Make as well as because it's dream world. So everything here is upside down. You are walking. Five million scantily clad women on Zim, and I have to dream about you. <laughs> Where are these scantily clad women? I don't know. We haven't seen any of them, but I've heard rumors. So, so the world upside down. The world appears to be upside down. You are walking on the underside of clouds. Oh wow! Far above you, or below you, depending on how you want to look at it, is the ground. It's a forested area, uh, trees, but it's very, very, very far away. And given that this is an 80s cartoon recreation, one could even say we're walking on sunshine. Or you're walking on air. That's right. You Thank never you thought you would be so free. I'm, I, just, I just wanted everybody to know that I was muted. Uh, oh. You're not muted. Okay. Yes, you're good. Um, no, I'm, no, I'm, after that, I'm muted. Uh, <laughs> I see. Well, it was a great show. I loved it. I need to get the rest of them on DVD. But anyway, moving on. A few other things that uh, you find odd. The lion cub is now a full-size lion and is with you. Lucas is with you and is now human-sized. Shaylee and oh. Smack and Bladestar are all Lucas-sized. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> and you are standing again on the underside of Cloud. Well, isn't this a nice change of events, I have to say? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strange place we find ourselves. 
Do Forgive me if I'm a little short-tempered right now. Do, <laughs> <laughs> do we still have our beards? <laughs> you do. That's a, oh. and, and if you didn't, I'd put them back anyway. Of course, of course. <laughs> They're just a bit shorter than they were before. As, as you are yourself. I break a piece of cloud off in my hand and eat it. It doesn't taste like much, but it has the texture of cotton candy. Okay. It's a dream, and I figured I would just try something weird. That's good. <laughs> I don't know what we're supposed to be doing here, but it's a nice vacation from the the uh, adventures we've had so far, and no one's trying to kill us yet, which is good. Don't jinx it. Fisher Price, you've grown. <laughs> Unfortunately, you still don't speak common Zen. So we can't interpret the scrolls through you, even in our dreams. Too bad. Lucas, can you toss a coin straight up or straight down and see if it returns to your hand? Uh, Toward the ground, you mean. Mm -hmm. He pulls a coin out and throws it up in the air. It goes up maybe ten feet. And comes right back down, and he catches it neatly. Interesting. I have to say it is. Roll a perception. Oh, roll a perception roll. <laughs> Hyper awareness, <laughs> Mister Bladester. Well, you, both of you actually go ahead and roll. I don't feel as heavy as I used to. <laughs> But it's probably just an illusion. And we're back to rolling ones again. Nice. At least I am. I got a ten. Ooh. Far off in the distance, you see an upside-down rainbow. You know, that's what I should do. I should... I have to do it. It's a really long wind-up for a short pitch, but what the hell. Hey, there's a rainbow over there. Hi, so there is... We should make for it. Boy, I, this is going to be weird telling Smack and Lucas about this dream when I wake up. They're not going to believe it. Agreed, my friend. Let's head that way. All right. So everybody walks toward the rainbow. The What, in a normal situation, would be the top of the rainbow, so the apex of its arch, is touching the bottom of the cloud upon which you're walking, which, by the way, feels very soft and cushiony beneath your feet. Okay. I break a piece off of the rainbow. Uh, you I can't. It feels like stone. Oh, come on. Just let me just... All right, you break off a little tiny piece, but mostly <laughs> you can't, because this piece. is the hardest stone. That's fine. I just want a little pebble-sized piece. All right. And I pop it in my mouth and crunch on it and swallow it and look thoughtfully at Smack and I say, My friend, it tastes like Skittles. <laughs> and we have a moment of silence. <laughs> Told was you it was a long, long wind up. Was that the long run up it, you were talking about? <laughs> yeah, because you've got to taste a rainbow. So, yeah. I couldn't resist. Okay, anyway. Skittles are the most disgusting things in the universe, though, I have to say. <laughs> anyway. So we got this uh, this here rainbow that is hard as stone. I don't know That's if it's as hard as stone, but it's hard anyway. And it's fruit-flavored. 
looking up along where the bottom touches ground in our dream above us. the tops, the trees, yeah. That's what we see, trees? Trees. Lots of big forest down there. Wait, I'm confused. The trees, we're on a cloud. We're walking... Upside down on and clouds. And the rainbow upside down, so the treetops are... Above you. Far above you. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't they be below us? Well, it depends on how you want to look at it. <laughs> you're walking, <laughs> your feet are on the bottom of the cloud. Of the cloud. Your head is so, pointing toward the ground. And the treetops... Oh, okay, the I tree see. The so tops they're... are growing... Up or down, out of the ground. <laughs> and so they're still above us. They're just not as above us if they as they would be if we were on the... That's weird. <laughs> My head's starting to spin. Hang on a second. Okay. The trees are growing down out of the ground toward the clouds that you're standing upside down or right side up on. What did? What the <laughs> hell did you smoke today? And how can I get some? Wow. Okay. Perhaps something of value awaits us at the bottom of the rainbow. Or will it be and the top we... of the rainbow? I well, reach out and touch the a... top of the rainbow. We're at the top of the rainbow. Well, I suppose, or we could be at the bottom. It depends on the. You're the rainbow expert, Mister Leprechaun. You tell us. I don't know. I, this is a very confusing dream I'm having. Uh, well, wait a minute. I'm having the dream. You're just a part of my warped, twisted imagination. No, you're a part of my warped, twisted imagination. At least you admit your imagination's warped and twisted. I'm inclined to agree with Lucas. I think if it were your dream or my dream, even though I'm experiencing it, we'd be tall and he'd be normal Lucas size. So this is Lucas's dream. Yes. <laughs> or not. Well, I think there's one way to find out. Regardless of whose dream it is, ego is a very powerful force. So, Lucas, try something magical that you normally have trouble doing. Hmm... Uh, what should I try? Perhaps reattaching Shaylee's arm. Ah, that's a good one. But uh, her arm isn't here. We don't seem to have brought a whole hell of a lot of She didn't carry her arm with her. She came to your dream without her arm? Apparently. How sad. Uh, let's see, let's see, what could I do? Ah, I know. I'll try to make you guys normal size. He claps his hands. And your beards grow a bit longer. <laughs> Smack notices that the end of his is curled. And going along with Blade Stars, he now has a tremendously impressive handlebar mustache. Hmm. Ah, well, that improves your looks anyway. Screw you, Lucas. Ah, screw you too. <laughs> <laughs> what would a game be without a bit of screwing, Lucas? I'm going to attempt to climb the rainbow to see if there is anything in the forest above that can kill me right now. (laughs) I think I'll go with you, because that sounds like more fun than standing around here on this cloud. Yeah, I think my theory is kiboshed, but it was a thought. Yeah, let's try and climb the rainbow. That's a good 
The rainbow It'll is... It'll at least give us a more interesting vantage point. The rainbow is sort of stony rock. It's not sheer, but it will be difficult to climb with your bare hands. That's why we're using our feet as well. Hi, hi, hi. You think you're very funny, don't you, Blade Star? This is my dream. I've had enough of your tongue. <laughs> if it's your dream, then how come you can't change it to normal size? I can't do anything. Oh, you can't do anything. I it's agree. It's not like in a dream you don't usually have choices on every little damn detail. Well, we're talking to each other right now. I'd say we've got plenty of choices. I wanted to I break like... off a piece of the rainbow in the cloud. I was able to do that. I'm not saying we don't have any choices. I'm saying we can't go running amok. Smack Chainmore attempts to turn himself upside down and reverse his orientation while clinging to the rainbow. The blood starts to rush to your head. Hmm. Okay, so upside down is normal here. Why don't you use your damn chain of justice? We can climb up the rainbow that way. Am I the only Logic? one who's got any brains you know, around here? Logic no, in a dream? You're, you're an NPC. You're supposed to shut up and let us solve the problem. Yes, well, <laughs> I was trying to do that. But you weren't doing much, except standing on your head. <laughs> well, we have to study our environment. That's just a suggestion. Mostly, uh, just to clarify, I wanted to throw that out there because I didn't want you to assume that because Sailor didn't have her arm that you didn't have your chain, for example. I was afraid that I had implied that. So we did bring some things with us then. Indeed. We do have some of our items with us. Some, yes. Okay. Smack Chain Moore unravels his chain of justice and attempts to lasso himself some kind of purchase further up along... The Ark of the Rainbow. And he... Ooh, he yes, the yellow die from now on. <laughs> I'm looking at a 12. Holy crap. All right. You throw your chain of justice with prowess unseen in the real world. <laughs> and you manage to get it lassoed around the rainbow far, far up near the tops of the trees, many hundreds of yards away. It feels quite secure. Any that would care to climb up or use it to assist them climbing up the rainbow, please do so, and I'll maintain a firm footing and follow you afterwards. All right. I'm game. Lucas starts Did climbing. Did Fisher-Price follow us to the rainbow? That'd be a yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking... Well, no, he won't need the chain. He can probably climb pretty well, although it is stone. Well, we'll see. Anyway, I'm going to stop gabbing and start climbing. Alright, roll agility rolls, please. I'll follow after you, Blade Star. Anim's dice are apparently reflecting in the computer program as well, because I just rolled a 12 myself. Dig it. <laughs> um, my agility, oh, I believe, um... is four. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, whatever it is, it's going to be fine. So you, um, <laughs> you rolled a 12. I got a nimbus of nimbleness of 7, and I just rolled an 8, so that made a 15. All right. Shaylee went, though, after Bladestar. And uh, yeah, she's rolling well as well. Uh, she rolled, rolled an 11. She's working her way up behind Bladestar. Uh, Fisher-Price, I'm assuming you wanted to go last, is what you said, Smack, yes? 
He wanted to follow everyone else up. Fisher Price is just walking up the wall. He's not using the chain. He's digging his claws into cracks and crevices in the stone Uh, of the rainbow. That's what I thought he would do. And following you all up, Smack, you arrive as well. You guys are all at the top and or bottom of the rainbow where it seems to just sort of melt away into the tops of the trees, which is where you are now. Ah. Well, I see we all made it safely. Is there a pot of gold anywhere around? Oh, shut up, you dumb bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's jokes at my spades. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, you'd think that being my dream and all, you would have, uh, you know, maybe I should just cut out your tongue. That would save us all a lot of trouble. It's just a dream after all. Okay, go for it. Give it a shot. That's all right. I don't have the heart. I wouldn't have the tongue. So I guess that kind of makes us even. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Anyway. Okay, we're at the bottom top of the rainbow. Yes. And the tops of the trees are now further no, above No, you're, you're us. at... Yeah, yes, they are further above <sighs> you. You are at the tops of the trees. The tops of the trees are near your heads because you climbed up the rainbow toward the ground. And, uh... So if I understand correctly, we could technically slide down the trees to the ground below. If we no, because gravity is going the other way. Oh, that's right. That's you could, you could climb up the tree to the ground. Yes, think of the tree as a very odd-shaped stalactite. <laughs> However, you hear a rustling in the trees. Some birds fly past you, upside down as well. Wow. But you still hear some other rustling in the trees. Wait, they're flying upside... Oh, they're upside down as we are. No, they are okay. upside down to you. To us. Which it would be oh, right side up if gravity was the right way. Okay. <laughs> So, okay, they're defying gravity just in the opposite. Oh, God, I'm going to kill you later. This is making my head hurt. Okay. This is worse than time. I- I'd gladly have time travel over this. Um... <laughs> yeah, you bitched about the time travel. <laughs> now you're bitching about a reversal of gravity. <laughs> it's just hard to visualize for me. Okay. Russell, Russell, Russell. Um, oh, I thought that was the rustling, was the birds. No. Okay, I'm going to try hyper-awareness and look toward the rustling to see if I can see anything. And I got uh, a total of 11. You see a pair of eyes staring at you from between the branches. Can I see whether they're human eyes or not? They could be. You'd have to get closer to determine the exact source, but they are... Looking at you quite intensely. Okay, I cautiously move toward them. Climbing up the tree toward the ground to do so. Yeah. Do I need to make agility roll? Uh, yes, please. Okay. Are you following at all, Smack? I am. Nimbleness of nimbleness. Nimbleness of nimbleness. Nimbus of nimbleness plus five is a 12 total. And I got a 10 total. All right, uh, you guys do manage to find a purchase in the branches and 
find yourselves momentarily face to face with a monkey. Why, Lucas, it's your twin brother. You know, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) You need to just frickin' die. (laughs) I should cut up your tongue and shove it up your arse. Boy, there's an image. Smack listens to this exchange, (laughs) smiles, and turns to the monkey. Greetings, little friend. Greetings to you, too. What? I said greetings to you, too. My God, Lucas, he really is your twin brother. (laughs) I beg your pardon. I have an Irish accent, and he's got a Scottish one. It's not my fault that the Game Master doesn't know how to do him right. What are you, anyway? Hope we're not intruding on your home or your space. That's all, but I wonder what the hell you are. (laughs) You're a weird-looking bunch. We're figments of that person's imagination. And he points to Lucas. Yes, well, don't blame me. I know them in real life. Or do you? Maybe this whole thing's been a figment of your imagination. We could hope, anyway. Some other so, uh, monkeys that come edging along the branches and cluster behind the one to whom you are speaking are looking at one another and making monkey noises, which the game master refuses to attempt. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually kind of a challenge. Scottish monkey noises is tough. <laughs> wow. Mr. Um, McMonkey the... Mac, <laughs> uh, can you tell us where we are? Ah. Uh. I can't, because I don't really know where I am either. But it's a curious sort of place with curious sorts of people like yourselves. Are the monkeys standing upright for this world, or are they upside down like we are? No, they're the right way up if gravity was not reversed. We of Captive Souls apologize to the Scottish listeners if we had any, because we certainly (laughs) won't after this. Given how long it's taken to edit the episodes and actually put any of them up, I suspect we don't as of the moment. Well, no, but this moment will be much farther along in coming, and by then Obviously. <laughs> See, you got no problem with that. You got no problem with time displacement. It's just the current scenario that's <laughs> bending your head a little bit. Yeah. So, as a kid, so, so what are you people, anyway? We've never seen people like you before. We are Knights of Shenzhen. Knights of Shenzhen, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. What are you? You're kind of tiny-looking. Oh, is he? He's normal monkey size, oh. and you guys are Lucas size. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting we're small. Okay. I have a question then, and I should have asked this before, and it explains potentially something that was confusing me before. So, if we're small, is his chain the same size? Does, uh-huh. is it, is his... This is a good question. I was hoping you would ask this. Yeah, no, the chain actually appears smaller. The links are the same size as they should be to you in your smaller state. Right. However, the chain. When he threw it, seemed to extend as far as it needed to. I wondered about that. You said yards, and I'm thinking, that chain isn't that long. So what sort of creatures are you anyway, baby? I'm wondering. Well. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, here I am thinking that it's Lucas asking the monkeys what they are. No, no, no. That, was, that was the monkey asking. I just okay. realized, and I don't know if this is intentional on Josh's part, although it probably is, because Josh, like me, has a really sick sense of humor. 
<laughs> we are Zimians. And oh. we're talking. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Wow. And just in case anyone in podcast land hasn't caught on, we're Zimians talking yes. apparently to Simians. And if anyone in podcast land has any doubts as to how Blind Geek's mind works, you just got the prime illustration of how it works. It's like water seeking its own level. It's astounding. I think I will thank you for that, whether it's a compliment or not. No, it's like a law of physics. It's really fascinating to watch and listen to. It's amazing. Anyway... I wouldn't. I wouldn't have come up with that, and in, 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 I wouldn't have ever. That was cool. All right. Anyway, yes, we're talking to Scottish Simians. So I am assuming you will be honest with me when I ask this question. Was that intentional, Josh? Or it was not. It wow. was brilliant that you came up Just with that. Like, uh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> We're, I can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> We're Zimians. And that's apparently what you are. Yes, okay. Apparently that's what we are. <laughs> Zimians. So be it. Yes. Well, I've never heard of the Zimians, but we are certainly welcome here. And and what brings you to this place? Or does anything bring you to this place? We just sort of wound up here. I'm not even sure how we got here, but we're here anyway. Do you remember where you were before? Uh, yeah, we were in a forest a lot like this one, but it's not this one. It's a different one. I went to sleep, and we wound up here. Well, that's very similar to how we ended up here. Is it now? Yes. Uh, isn't that a hunky-dunky coincidinky? A hunky-dunky coincidinky. It is indeed. Are you familiar with dreams? Do you have dreams where you dreams. come from? Yeah, are you dreams? This doesn't feel much like a dream, though. Mm. Feels more like just we're having a good team. Blade Star. Do you like to Punch settle it over face. a paint? What? Punch me in the face. Okay, but you gave me permission. Mm -hmm. Can I punch Lucas in the face instead? No, you certainly well may not. I'm bigger than you anyway. I punch you back. Yeah, that's true, huh? Okay, I smack smack. I'm pulling the punch. Unless he tells me not to, I'm pulling it. All right. I'm only doing it because he asked me to. And All right, Smack, you feel the punch very much as if you were awake. Mm. Fortunately for me, I have a handlebar mustache and a very thick beard. I did <laughs> feel the punch. Can you observe my face? Is there blood coming out of anywhere, like a split <laughs> lip or a bloody nose? I hit, well, well I didn't, he didn't hit you that hard. I didn't hit so. you that hard. So he said I, he pulled the punch. I mean, I can. I just didn't want to hurt you, but I can see now that was part of the point. Well, I did feel the punch, and so I'm wiser now than I was a minute ago. Ah, come on, this let me does, hit you again. No, this <laughs> does feel real. I extend my sword just to see what happens when I do. It extends to you. It's still the same size as it ever was. To everyone else, it's about the size of a butter knife. <laughs> okay, so I retract it, because I don't want them to think I'm pulling it on them. Um, ah, that's a cute little trick. <laughs> you know, my old yeah, granddaddy oh. had a trick like that, but it wasn't a sword. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what may we call you, creatures? Wow. Uh, 
I, I think see, I think Eric is scarred. Oh, I, I, I'm gonna have nightmares now. <laughs> Was your grandfather named Winky? He's, th- <laughs> He's thinking about soap suds and sandpaper and trying to make his mind clean. <laughs> well, his name was Swinky, actually. <laughs> uh, no, actually, we don't have names, so I can't give you one. We're just, well, I already have one. You don't need to give me one, actually. We're I'm just, just us. Leave it to Bladestar to be a smart ass. We, we do have yeah, He's really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> we do have names, and my name is Bladestar, and this is Smack... Chain more, and uh, that over there is Shaylee, and this big. Wait, you just say over... that over there is Shaylee. <laughs> what am I? And I'm, I know I'm made out of stone now, but I mean, I have a little respect. I, I didn't mean. <laughs> you have to have some respect of me. I, <laughs> I didn't you, mean it that way. Don't you dare disrespect me! Don't you disrespect. I was. I was, yeah. I was merely pointing, which is not I polite. Think, I think what you should have said is, her over there. Yeah, but that's really bad grammar, and I don't do that, so. She over there. Fine. She over there is Shaylee, and that big nuisance over there is Lucas, which, by the way, and that's Fisher Price. Sorry, Fish. Oh, wait a second. That's another question I have about our surroundings out of game. I'm not speaking out loud anymore. You said he's a full-grown lion, but is that just because we're small? No, he would be a full-grown lion even if you were normal size. But is he small like us, or is he huge? No, he's I mean, huge. He... He's huge. He's so really... he's a normal-sized lion, even though we're super small. Yes. So, so he's to, him, like... he, to you, he looks gigantic, yes. Okay. Which, you know, really, we should have probably reacted with a bit more intimidation and fear to that revelation. Yeah, I wondered why there was so little reaction to that. I think I hit, I, I hit you guys with so much right at the beginning. I think it was slightly overwhelming. Yeah, because I kept forgetting we're small, and then it didn't click. I mean, all these things are kind of clicking into place as we go. That's right. Have you met anyone else besides us in this strange new place to all of us? Oh, yeah, there's all kinds of interesting people. I thought, I think you might want to meet some of them down there. And he points down toward the ground. There's all sorts down there. And, uh, I don't know, they're really interesting people. Here. Do you mean in the ground beneath your feet? Lots of things running around down there. Hmm. Here, let me give you something. And he goes pawing around the leaves for a moment, looking for something. It's going to take him a minute to find it. So what do you guys uh, reckon we should do? What the hell? Well, John Wayne, uh, with a Brooklyn accent, <laughs> oh, I think no. we should... John Wayne is a little more like this little pilgrim. <laughs> if you're British, trying to... Wow. <laughs> Speaking of which, I just heard a Doctor Who episode. Yeah, the Game Master's taking an awful lot of abuse in this game from 1960-something called The Gunfighters, where the doctor ends up in Tombstone, Arizona, and it's so hilarious hearing the Brits try to do the Southern... They're not even trying that hard, because this is before 
you know what they figured if it was broadcast in England, it stayed in England, so they didn't have to try very hard to sound. I, I think it's uh, hilarious when British people do American accents, uh, just well, as funny as I'm sure us doing British accents is to them. Yes, but now a lot of them can do it pretty well. Yeah, I think it's much more difficult, though, to do an American accent if you're not from here than it is to do a British accent. I think it is more difficult, yeah. Because our accent has very little that's distinctive. It's sort of a very flat-sounding thing, so there's very little to latch on to, I think. Well, that in and of Mm. itself is its distinctiveness, really. I I suppose, but I, I do think it makes it more difficult. Anyway. Russell Crowe is very good at it. Kate and, Winslet. Um, yeah. Who's the guy that does House? Yeah, Hugh Laurie. Uh, yeah, Peter. Uh, not Peter Laurie. Hugh Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my, my name old is... flame. <laughs> I am House. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to help you? I'll be your doctor for the evening. <laughs> this patient is obviously suffering from mesothelioma. <laughs> he does not deserve to live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, this, is the, this is the strangest episode Sorry. of the episode. <laughs> Sorry. As the monkey found what he was looking for. Upside upside down on the ground. Uh, you didn't really think it was going to be anything else, did you? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> moving on. Uh, yes, the monkey was looking for something. Oh, among yes, and the... he, uh, he returns with a golden, glowing banana, and he offers it to you. There you go, have this. I think you might find it useful later. You want oh, thank you. to... You're nice enough, chaps. You want us to hold on to your banana? <laughs> no, but if I bet my granddaddy would. <laughs> <laughs> Please accept Smack. our thanks. Yes, Smack, why don't banana. you take the banana? I take the banana. <laughs> it's pretty hefty. It seems like it could be made out of solid gold. And it's glowing faintly with a magical light. This is shaped like a certain kind of food where we come from. But I don't believe this is edible, is it? Oh, no, it's not at all. It's shaped like a certain kind of fruit where I come from, too. But we can't eat it. And I think you'll find it more useful than we will. Where the only thing that lights up is your banana. (laughs) Oh, my God. I thought I was the only one that remembered that uh, commercial. (laughs) Leverage. (sighs) The idea is to get your opponent side down and keep it down. Down. God, I I actually want that game still to this day. I coveted it as a child. It was an awesome commercial. I was absolutely <laughs> taken with the commercial. I remember it vividly because it was on before I lost my vision. They played it every day during the Masters of the Universe cartoon. And the little guy, uh, you know, the, the only thing that lights up bing, is, your is your mind. And with the bing, you got the little light bulb that, that appeared in the commercial above the guy's head. I remember <laughs> it quite clearly. Yes. Very strange. Anyway. Sidetrack, memory lane. This really is like what? an 80s cartoon, except for the, <laughs> the strange, the strange innuendos. The profanity and the violence and the sexual innuendos. And... <laughs> anyway. And the heavy but by smoking. God, we have a moral at the end of every episode. What can you tell us about this golden glowing banana? Uh, 
uh, well, I don't know that I'm supposed to tell you much of anything, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. Um, there is a there is a fella around here somewhere who told me that I'd meet some really strange-looking weirdo creatures, and that I was to give them this banana. So I've I've done that. I think you're about as weird of creatures as I'm ever going to see. Thank you. You're welcome. Can we uh, trouble you for a bit of advice on one more thing? I suppose you could. How do you suppose we could make our way in this world right side up? Gravity seems to be working against us where we are now. As you can see, we're sitting on the limbs of the trees that you're among, only we're sitting on the underside of them in relation to you. Uh, well, I would say we're monkeys. We go swinging through the trees quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Unlike my granddaddy, who's a swinger of another sort. But <laughs> we've often got gravity working against us, and uh, we just have to hang on so to the trees. So is your granddaddy, I suspect. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but when you leave, when you leave an opportunity open, we gotta take it. But anyway, um, you know, we're, we often got gravity working against us, and we just have to hang on. And I think that's pretty much what you're gonna have to do is just hang on a lot. Very well, then. Who is this person that you met? You said you were not supposed to tell us anything about the banana, and I'm assuming that this person was the one who told you. And I'm just curious who this... The monkey has his... What is the matter with you? (laughs) The the monkey is plugging his ears with his fingers and humming to himself. I think okay, he's I being turn... exceptionally polite. <laughs> yeah. There are far worse things he could be doing as a monkey. <laughs> yeah. And Instead of shooting the all. shit with us, he could be flinging it. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, magnificent, <laughs> mysterious monkey man. Are there... Yeah. You welcome. There bu- this was fun. This was the most interesting conversation I've ever had. Because I've never had a conversation before now. Okay, now that you don't have your fingers in your ears, can you describe the person who is supposed to have told... (laughs) Can any of you describe this person he's talking about? Uh, The rest of them can't talk, sorry to say. Some some reason when we got to this place, I was the only one that was able to talk. Back when uh, when we weren't asleep, I was able to talk to them with the monkey language that they're using, and right now they can only talk with the monkey language, and somehow I've been gifted with some other weird language that they can't understand and I can't understand. All right, Smack, excuse me, let me allow me. I step forward and address the other monkeys. They look at you as if you have lost your mind. It was worth it. <laughs> uh, I think Played Star has finally gone bananas. Ah, oh, come on. He gets the rim shots for worse ones than that. <laughs> thank you. Oh, good on. Okay, well, thank you for your help. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Enjoy your banana. <laughs> what are we doing now, lads? Looking at Fisher Price, the full-grown lion version of himself, 
is Fisher Price undergoing the same reversal of gravity that we are, or can he walk around on the ground at will, depending on what he wants to do? It appears he is subject to the same laws of gravity that you are, but he's having much less of a difficult time with it. Well, given very species, adaptable. Let's see, how can we get this banana to throw that thing in the air and let it spin around and see if it points in a certain direction when it lands? Although it's going to point in a certain direction when it lands because it's pointed. Okay, so that's so well. Stupid. If you do that, it's going to end up on the clouds far below. Mm. That's true. Oh, because we're sitting in the trees. We're sitting in the trees on the underside of the branches, being pulled toward the sky, because that's where we came from. And that's where the gravity is pulling us, along with everything we hold, I imagine. Josh, have you been reading Lewis Carroll again? <laughs> we... <laughs> Are the trees close enough for us to be able to make our way from branch to branch? You could to some small degree, but uh, it would be difficult. I'm going to attempt to climb the trunk of the tree towards the ground and try and make some kind of contact with the ground. Very good, very good. Nimbus of nimbleness. Ha! I said it right. Three cheers for the yellow dye. Twelve again. Hot damn. I love this. I love this. <laughs> All right. I'm using you, this one from now on. You climb up the tree toward the ground mm -hmm. and reach the ground and touch the ground. There is a lot of brush and bushes and things around that you could cling to, but the gravity still appears to be reversed. Hmm. I'm rolling perception to look around the base of the tree further out along the ground, and I rolled... <laughs> Freaky. <laughs> what is it? I'm not... It's a 12, but I'm not accepting it, because I'm sorry, that doesn't happen. <laughs> Okay, um, Shaylee, Lucas, and Fisher Price are also working their way up up the tree toward okay. the ground. Uh, Blade Star, are you coming? No, I'm just gonna jump out of the tree. Oh dear! You're just gonna <laughs> jump out of the tree. Okay, who took the banana? By the way, uh, I took uh, the banana. Smack has it. Okay, I just want to keep track of where things are. Okay, let's do Blade Star first. Then you want to jump out of the tree? Yeah, because I figure I'll fall up and hit the cloud and. It'll be like a trampoline effect, and I can... Hi, right, you... <laughs> you, jump out of the... <laughs> you jump off of the tree branch and fall toward the sky and lound with a thump in the cloud. Oh, it doesn't bounce me back up? It does not. Ah, oh, crap. Okay, well, then I guess I'll start climbing the tree again. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, you climbed uh, to the tree with chains no longer there because Smack got it. <laughs> oh, crap. Because <laughs> I'm assuming Smack reeled it in as he climbed his way up. Oh, yeah, I, I have it on me. Yeah. Well, that's okay because I have because my... a rainbow. You swallowed a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and I also haven't used my object du jour. Mm. So I will unspiral a length of tensile steel rope right. from my arm. Roll your transformation thing, and while you are doing that, uh, you were doing perception, Smack? Yes, I rolled an impossible 12 and then rolled a 5. 
Uh, I tell you what, since you did roll the 12 and you wanted to count that as impossible and then you rolled a 5, why don't we average it to a 9? Fair enough. That's unfair? no other perception to sure, why not? Right. I'm sorry, tw- three 12s in a row doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, but it does. <laughs> At any rate, sure, 9. Okay. Nine is good. All right. You notice a hole in the ground, a very large hole in the ground, a few yards away. Ooh. Looks like it could be the den or the burrow of some sort of burrow creature. What did you roll on your arm transformation, Bladestar? I rolled a six, so the total is 12. And you just want a pencil-thin steel rope? Not necessarily pencil-thin, more like strong enough to... All right, yes, you got it, and uh, now roll your agility to climb up it. Well, I figure rather than climb up it, I'm going to, um, because I can't really climb up it, because if I do, it'll be dragging along behind me, and then that won't really make any sense, because it's attached to my arm. So, what? No, it's attached it, to my arm. Yes, so but it's, a, it's a rope, it. so you lasso it the same way he does his chain. Yes, but then when I climb up it, it's going... To it's attached to my arm. Okay. Well, what do you want to do? So what I'm going to do is lasso it and retract it back into my arm. It won't retract all the way because my thing doesn't do that. But so I'm kind of using it like a what do you call that? Like a, like a pulley system. <laughs> yeah. You're going to yeah a pulley system. You're going, I'm going to... to yo myself. <laughs> This could be interesting. Okay, we'll we'll get back to you momentarily. Smack, what are you mm-hmm. doing? I'm waiting for Blade Star to rejoin us. Okay, we're gonna wait for Blade. Examining the hole and pointing out the hole to everyone else that's with me. Huh, that's a very Lucas, nice look, hole. There's a hole. There's a hole in the ground and the green grass grows all the end of the end. There's a hole in the ground, green. dear Liza. Dear Liza. Green grow the rushes o'er. Nobody here wants cotton kangaroo, apparently. Alright. Screw you. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, I'm trying to figure out what in the hell I want you to roll. I guess agility. It's a very strange thing you're attempting. Not really. It may be difficult to visualize. No, it's not difficult to visualize. This is difficult to categorize. I, mean, I have no sympathy. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult to categorize for which attributes. To... Anyway, roll agility. Oh, crap. I rolled a two. So it's a total of six. Yeah. All right, you lasso the thing okay and start retracting it so that you're sliding up and up and up and up toward the ground. And you end up losing control of your speed and you slam into the top of the tree and then, like a yo-yo, go sliding back down toward the oh, cloud gosh. again. <laughs> You hit the ground and notice this time that the last time you hit the cloud, you had made a blade star shaped impression that I forgot to mention. (laughs) And we cannot have an episode without a character shaped impression. Yes. Better to better to make it in cotton candy than anything else. That's right. I hate to think what would have happened if I'd rolled a one. Oh, dear. Would you like to attempt that again? Sure. And we're going to give you a setback token for that, actually, just so that the fact that you blew it actually means something. (laughs) <laughs> oh, crap. oh no i guess i'm about to find out what would happen if i rolled a one because i just did nice 
All right. Once again, wow. you start retracting your rope and come. This is the comic relief portion of today's episode. <laughs> you go flying up, and this time you're moving even faster than you were before, losing control, and you fly past the point at which it was lassoed around the top of the rainbow there. Go uh, flying past that toward the ground, slam into the ground, and then fall back down to the cloud far below. You slammed into the ground right at Smack's feet, by the way. So he got a quick momentary glimpse, well, not at his feet, I should say, at his head. Yes. <laughs> and uh, he got a quick glimpse of you slamming to the ground right in front of his face before you went plummeting back to the clouds. Patience, Blade Star. We're supposed to make this kind of art together. Together. <laughs> um, uh, you have Blade, a second. Smack is going to make his way back up the tree towards the clouds to the top of the tree because I'm going to try lowering the electric chain of justice. There you go. That just might, low, that just might let it go. Yeah. Okay, Since uh, your you, night you... partner is pathetic at best and just to be yeah, uh, trouble. Just to be clear, you need to have two setback tokens, Mr. Blaze. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, you lower well, like... your, your chain of justice. I don't think you really need to roll anything for that. You lower it to Blade Star. And then uh, it's going to be up to you guys whether you want him to try to climb it or if you're going to try to pull him up to you. Uh, Blade Star, what do you want? Do you want to climb or shall I roll to see if I can reel you up uh, to the tree here? Let me climb. Unless I roll another one, I can use this oomph this time, which I should have done the first time. Smack just gets or, a good grip on the tree and hangs on. Could have done it in the first time or probably should have done the second time. <laughs> you can't. It's, I thought oh, you that's can't right. It's a one. That's right. You're right. You're right. One of those times. There we go. Hot diddly damn. Eleven plus whatever I'm rolling. Diddly damn, now you're starting to talk like me. Agility, you said. Diddly damn. I like that. I think I'm going to start using that. See, you're not completely useless, Bladester. Fifteen, I think, is what the total is. All right. You painstakingly climb up the tree. Yeah, particularly pain. Emphasis on the pain from all the thumping right. and bumping about that I've been That's doing. Right. You're definitely bruised and battered. But finally, but not bowed. you arrive at the tree with Mac and, and Lucas points up toward the clouds far below and says, Oh, look! I see a shape in the clouds! <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say, what the hell was the point of all that? Well, I, I was going to say that as well. I, I have been wondering what the blazes you thought you were doing. I, I won't deny it was a lot of entertainment for us, though. I was testing a theory, but proved, well, incorrect, to say the least. We have a puzzle in physics before us, my friend. I don't know quite how to solve it. A few yards away from the base of this tree above us, there's a hole. And I there's a hole in the ground? Have to get up inside it. Yes. Where the green grass one, grows all around, all around? One that, yes. It's a hole in the ground that neither one of us created. Imagine Straight that. Sight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that in and of itself is amazing. All right. Shaylee and Lucas start climbing back up the tree toward the ground. Well, that's right. They've just been sitting in top of the tree this whole time. Well, no, they follow. They've been following Smack around because he climbed back down toward the treetop. 
Lucas. Hey. Can you assist us in true Joe. knight of Shenzhen fashion? That's what you like, Mrs. Ear. If I unravel my chain of justice and hand the far end to you, do you think you could swing me up to that hole where I could grip it? The edges? I could try. It's not like you weigh much in your current tiny state. Exactly. You're much, much larger than we're used to, and we're far smaller. All right. I could probably even swing you both, if you like. Okay. I'm willing to give it a try. Sure, that would save some time if it works. All right. Wait, gravity works in the opposite direction that it is here. So how would there be a hole in the ground from anything? Same way there'd be trees. <laughs> Fair enough. Blade Star and Smack, uh, I guess, link arms and hang on to the Lucas chain. has hold of the other end of the electric chain of justice, and we're going to get ready to try and get a grip on the edges of the hole in the ground above us. All right, so I'm going to roll for Lucas swinging the chain around and trying to aim the two of you hanging on to the end of it toward the hole. At the Either success or modern art is coming. Yes, at, at the yeah, same time, I want, <laughs> I need, I, I'll need you guys to uh, roll agility rolls for grabbing the edges of the hole to try to stay there. However, oh, I will say, if you would rather, mm-hmm. around the hole, there is some underbrush that might prove to be better handholds. All righty. If you'd rather hang on to that. Yeah, if we're not going to pull it out of the ground roots and all, and I it'll was hold just, on. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, you will not. I, I will tell you that. We'll make the... Uh, assuming you don't roll a one. Ten at the um, <clears throat> brush. Well, I rolled a, a ten total. Nimbus of nimbleness plus three. I rolled a six total, so I'm going to use an oomph and re-roll. All right. I rolled a uh, eight total, which is... Unfortunate. Yeah. No, because I don't want to become modern art, so... Are you going to try again? I forgot the ruling. If you try again, do you have to take the result that you're given, or can you take the best out of the three? No, you take what you get on your next roll. It's a gamble. Yeah, what the hell. Try it one more time. Two oomph, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Well... Now I've got ten. Okay, I'll leave that alone. I've got ten, which is what he rolled. So, All right. yeah, it went it went two, four, six. Stupid. All right, Lucas, clinging to the chain, swings it about with you two hanging on for dear life, and misses the hole, <laughs> making a <laughs> pair of impressions in the ground. However, undeterred. He tries again, and unfortunately misses again, so slams you. Why is it when he misses? On the other side of the hole. (laughs) Every time. He's ignoring you and trying again. This time he rolls a one. Oh, my God. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We swing down and bash our heads on the rainbow. Yeah, he, he, he slams you into the ground, giving you each a setback token, and uh, the chain gets wrapped around some of the branches in the tree, causing you to pendulum for a moment. And finally, he uh, swings the, the chain, and uh, you... Come close enough uh, to the hole where you can grab successfully with your rolls of ten the underbrush that's growing up around the sides of the 
Poll, however, uh, Bladestar now has three setbacks, Smack now has one, and you are feeling rather dazed. Not to mention, probably, um, a bit, have a bit of vertigo. If anyone asks me tomorrow morning if I slept well, I'll say no. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Uh, I mean, you got to at least understand that I tried. I'm going to have a hangover from hanging over the grounds. <laughs> You, Lucas, and I can't say that you did any worse than we would have. <laughs> you know, there's something to that, though. Every time he screws up, Lucas, you need to learn how to cultivate this probability manipulation that you seem to unconsciously possess, because it could be very useful and maybe even uh, worthy of knighthood of Shenzhen. Oh, really? Or I'll you could become that you could become fabulously wealthy on the planet of men with no beards. That's right. No, but what I mean is every time he does something that, that goes awry, he never gets hurt. It's the other people involved. <laughs> uh, it's so part of my charm. If we're in the middle of a fight, we should let you try to help the guys we're fighting against because if you fail, they're the ones who are going to get hurt and you'll probably do a lot worse to them than making them grow beards <laughs> you uh those are, <laughs> those hyper, are deep thoughts <laughs> hyper awareness <laughs> hyper awareness blades there <laughs> deep thoughts for a man who's just had his head smacked against the ground <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what tends to happen when I smack my head against the ground a few times my awareness result is Ah. Gee, George, oh. which way did he go? Oh, dear. Uh, so what was it? It was a one. Ah. You noticed nothing. Yeah, including the brick wall that smashes into my nose. But he gave the perfect definition of a leprechaun. Oh, that's true. Nothing happens to him, but everybody else around him gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and yet we can't seem to get rid of the bastard. That's another <sighs> definition of a leprechaun. Yeah, leprechaun. <laughs> I rolled an awareness too. I got a three. Nothing. Nothing. We have achieved groundfall. You're clinging to the brush. Yet our intellect is nowhere near groundbreaking. <laughs> or our perceptiveness, not our intellect. Well, I think this whole segment here was an earth shattering event. <laughs> Do you... It's a blade star shattering event. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> Crap. Three setback tokens. Do you still crap. have the banana? I do. Without warning. Oh, God. Yeah. Creatures begin to emerge from the hole. They appear to be... Slee stacks! <laughs> they appear to be... Cyborg rabbits. I don't think any of us was expecting that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Roll for initiative. Oh, dear. You're going to have a battle while clinging to the underbrush against cyborg bunnies. Fourteen. Seven. All right, Smack, you go first. Okay. Uh, what? Wow. What? I got a 14. Oh, I thought you said four. No, teen. I'm sorry, I missed the teen. 
Blade Star, right. you go first. Blade Star, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cyborg, fluffy bunnies. Well, I can't think of anything more creative, so I will swing my sword at one of them. There are three of them, by the way, and they're quite large. Hmm. They have With cybernetic implants. What sort of cyber? Cyber. Yes, cybernetic implants. That's what they have on the Apple Planet. <laughs> <laughs> Someday I hope to have a cybernetic implant. <laughs> it will be my MacBook permanently attached to myself. It's where you have an Apple product that never runs out of juice. Apple juice, yes. Yes. Very good, very good. God. Okay. I swing the sword at the one that's closest being... to me. It would end up being his what? core it would end up being his core competency. <laughs> <laughs> Not a very appealing thought. No. Um, yeah, well, that was too easy. Five. I rolled plus the six. Uh, you know, I really screwed this up somehow because I have my sword of six, which has an enhancer of plus three, which I intended to use with Fierce Fighter, but I never used Fierce Fighter with the sword because I always roll. So that was kind of a stupid bonus to pick because it never gets used. Oh, well, I'm done winning. All right, the cyborg money that you tried to attack jumps nimbly out of the way and using its laser eyes uses a laser bolt to knock your sword off into a different direction where it just thunks into the ground harmlessly. Smack. Um, the your sword right. is attached to my arm. Yes, and yes, so you felt your arm go thump. It didn't come off your arm or anything. It's just... It just, oh, just knocked okay. it away and it hit the ground. Smack, you're up. I am going to attempt ready grip on the nearest cybernetic bunny. I am maintaining a grip... Very interesting. Yeah, I'm maintaining a solid hold on the chain as I do so. I have released the brush to initiate gravity grip. So this ought to be an interesting little experiment. <laughs> and I'll probably end up drawing myself toward the cybernetic bunny. And and one step closer to a smack-shaped impression in the... Possibility. I rolled a 15 ground. total. All right. You engage your gravity grip. The cybernetic bunny goes flying into your outstretched hand or whatever. And you go swinging down toward the clouds on the end of the chain, which is still being held on to by Lucas, who... Really? <laughs> I kind of forgot about him. Apparently is not holding on to it very well. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> okay. But the weight of you and the cybernetic bunny have now pulled Lucas down the... or up, depending on how you want to look at it, the length of the tree. He grabs frantically for branches, and uh, he's hanging on to one of the branches, and you're hanging at the end of the chain, which he's still hanging on to, you and the cyborg bunny. Now that's fascinating. The yeah. two cyborg bunnies go after Bladestar. Okay. Would you like to do anything about Well, there's that? not really a whole hell of a lot I can do. <laughs> Think creatively. Hanging as I am from a sprig of brush. <laughs> Where is the hole? Right next to you. I'm going to try and pull vault into it. And presumably grab something in there to keep from falling out again. Yes. 
All right. Agility. Oh, this could have been worse. Eight. All right. You pulled into the hole, and I want you to roll again. Agility to see if you are able to latch on to anything in there. I rolled a 12. All right. You managed to uh, reach out and sort of blindly, no pun intended, grab something that you do not make out clearly that seems to be sticking out of the side wall of the hole. You get a brief glimpse of it. It's a bunny ear. It is... No. (laughs) It is gold. It is glowing. It looks quite a bit like the banana that you obtained earlier, but you don't get a good look at it. And, since it's almost six, we are going to stop here, and I'm going to go ahead and let you guys, it'll be a to-be-continued sort of episode, and you guys can do your moral for the end of this half of this story. You're kidding, right? We're we're leaving. (laughs) We're leaving with Bladestar (laughs) hanging onto something that's stuck in the side of the hole. Two cyborg bunnies outside the hole that are ready to kill him. Lucas hanging from a branch, holding onto a chain that's hanging down below him with Smack and a cyborg bunny hanging off of the end of that. I hope you're taking good notes, my friend, because I think we're going to need them next week. Yep. (laughs) So, uh, what's the moral of the story, lads? Don't do drugs. (laughs) (laughs) that's it that's all that needs to be said kids don't do drugs if you do do drugs just make sure you have a lot of fun with it (laughs) Uh, no Lucas don't okay Lucas you can do drugs the rest of you kids don't do drugs unless you want to grow up to be like your good pal Lucas Oh, he's, wow. de- he's demoralizing our moral. It's mutiny, I tell you. Kids, sometimes you'll end up in a situation where the world just seems to have turned upside down. <laughs> Nothing makes sense, and everything you do is wrong. Just bear in mind that it's a situation that'll soon pass, and if you learn to cooperate with your friends, you'll get through it that much quicker. And in that case, maybe you should do drugs. No. It, it could end up in your horrible death, but it'll be quick. <laughs> and don't talk to strangers or cybernetic fluffy bunnies. Although not... strangers with Scottish brogues that look like monkeys are perfectly okay. Yes, you could even Especially accept a banana from them. Exactly. <laughs> Especially if they're Scottish brogues that sound like Irish brogues that are trying to be Scottish brogues. <laughs> and Man, you know, the game master's taking an awful lot of abuse. Jeez. And, he... <laughs> <laughs> and that, kids, is the moral of the story. Of the story. Oh, feedback. What'd you guys think? Holy crap. You took some serious LSD this morning, didn't you, sir? <laughs> Good God. I like it. Was it fun? I'm sorry. I do too, but I like weird. it a lot. <laughs> I, I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just saying it's 
just bizarre, which is kind of what's cool about it. There's just one totally unexpected thing after another. Well, the situation itself, of course, throws the characters into a whole new set of challenges, which is cool in itself. But just the scenario and the complete unexpected nature of nearly everything that happened <laughs> is like, this just proves why people play RPGs. Exactly. Because you can't do this in a board game or in an MMO. You nope. just can't. It ain't going to happen. Or it's going to happen the same way each and every time you do it. And that doesn't work for uh, replayability. But just yeah. – I love stuff like that. It's excellent. Very cool. Thank you. Excellent. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed I was hoping this episode would be fun. I'm sorry, and Blade you know, Star got his next, ass we... kicked by a cloud. But... Yeah, well, <laughs> holy crap! I just thought the thing would bounce me back up toward the top of the tree. That was the only reason why. I... And then I spent more time trying to get out of the stupid predicament. <laughs> <laughs> that made it fun, though. Yeah. Well, and next week we got to find out if that gold. We we may be in possession, and this could come in very handy since we're dealing with cybernetic bunnies, of a 14 carat gold banana. Oh boy! Yeah, that hurts. It, it, a lot of fruit in this episode. After... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh, glad you enjoyed. Good stuff. I can't wait to find yeah. out how this ends. <laughs> I know we we only got about halfway through. Yeah. Yes. What the hell's this, coming next? This particular yeah. story. Cybernetic bunnies. Wow, that's just bizarre. It's kind of cool though cybernetic bunnies yeah when i you know i i tell you when i was writing all this out and uh, i have in my notes cyborg bunnies who shoot lasers out of their cybernetic eyeballs and <laughs> cyborg I, and then, bunnies with freaking laser beams attached to their freaking heads and uh <laughs> and i've got in parentheses next to that i wrote that's rather creepy i'm not sure why <laughs> yeah Next Tuesday, is that working for everybody? Yeah, I will be here if you will. Yep. Okie doke. All right. Good deal. All right. All right. Thank you very, very much again. Oh, and, you're uh, welcome. Glad you enjoyed. Fun stuff. I like that kind of thing. And we're set for a week from tonight. That is quick. Have a great rest of the evening, guys. Next... You yep. too. You Take too. care, guys. Yep. All right. Take it easy. Bye. Yep. Bye-bye. And there you have it. That was Cartoon Action Hour, Captive Souls, issue number 13. Hope you enjoyed it. We did. And as I said, we're coming down to the wire here. We only have a few more game sessions to edit and post. And then Captive Souls Season 1 will be complete. And as of this recording, we have not done Season 2 yet. But that does bring to mind something of interest that I'm going to throw out there, even though nothing official has been even asked, let alone set up. But here's my thought. Some point in 2013, Spectrum Games has said they want to release, or are going to be releasing, Cartoon Action Hour Season 3. I would like to, once it has been released, either run or play in a game using those rules and put it up here as more of the Cartoon Action Hour 
subcategory. And I don't know if it'll have any of the same people other than myself. I don't know if Lion Court can do it. I don't know if Anim can do it. But I think it would be cool to do. I have no idea how different the new game is going to be. I really like Season 2, so as far as the system is concerned, so I really hope they don't do too much to mess with it. We'll just have to wait and see. But uh, hopefully we will stick to the rules as written, <laughs> because in Captive Souls, although I edited out some of the more grievous misinterpretations, we really played fast and loose with the rules. And it wasn't because we didn't like them, it was because we just didn't look at the book very often. We were much more interested in the story, and we knew the basic system, so if we needed to make a ruling, we did. And then later we'd go, wow, we really were wrong. <laughs> um, for example, the whole thing when you roll a 12 on your 12-sided die. What we were doing versus what the rules say to do is actually very different. I, uh, it, it, it still amounts to a huge success in what you're trying to do. So the spirit of what we did was correct, but the math was not. And so I just took out the math whenever possible. Anyway, enough about that. Hope you enjoyed this episode. There will be another episode very soon. If you want to give us feedback, you can either comment on our blog or preferably leave us some email at our new feedback email address, which is feedback at mtmjetpack.com. That's feedback at mtmjetpack.com. Have a great week or two, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening.